Welcome to the Sports Earnings Podcast, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis, presented by your hosts, John and James. Welcome back once again to the Sports Earnings Podcast. I'm John, I'm joined with James. What's going on, James? Oh, footballs, I can smell it. Yes. Let's see, well, the college has already started and uh, six more days. Next Thursday is the Packers and Bears. So, yeah, getting excited. Yeah, no, for real. It is, it is, a, it is an exciting time. We've all waited for this. Um, so let's, let's, let's touch on that. You, uh, you mentioned Packers versus Bears. The line on that was, I think, uh, at Skybook, they have it at minus three. Is that right? Yeah, Bears favorite, minus three. It's like a, so it's a normal home field is three points, I guess. So they, the game, I guess, is a pick em, but they give Bears the three points. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is going to be 199th time that this these two teams have uh, met, met in the regular and postseason. So, normally... The Super Bowl winner from the previous year gets to open the season, but because this is the 100-year anniversary of the NFL, they went with uh, two of the storied franchises, long-time rivals, Packers and Bears. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, they first played back in 1921, these two franchises. So, oh, wow. So, yeah, so 199th time they're going to be meeting. And, um, yeah, big matchup. You know, oh. Aaron Rodgers, see see what he can do this year. I mean, uh, last year, he went for a, one stretch where he threw 402 passes or something like that, 402, 403, without an interception. So, I mean, you've got the Bears coming off a disappointing playoff loss where their field goal kicker hit the upright. And now they've gone through an offseason of trying to find a replacement kicker. I'm not sure how that's going to play out. But they do have that great defense led by Khalil Mack so that one's gonna it's gonna be an interesting game so you're 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 for the the Bears well I don't so, and we're talking let's make some money you we mentioned that the line was minus three so what uh what, what where, where are you at with this uh minus three nah. you know I'm not really I like playing the uh underdogs where I see some value but I think the I think the Bears can cover that. I think the Bears are going to start the season off strong. I mean, obviously, Packers have got a new coach, so they're going to see how that's going to, you know, with play calling and all that, how that's going to work with Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, for our listeners, to start the season, I would say Bears minus three. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll take that. We'll see where we're at with that a week from now. Yeah, yeah. Sounds we'll see good. see if we made any money on that. Yeah, yeah. Just don't hold me. I mean, just don't judge me on one pick, right? We'll no, get, I'm going to judge you right now. We'll get, no. the, we'll, get the whole, yeah. we'll get the whole season to play out. But, uh, yeah, that's the first game next Thursday. And then, obviously, the rest of the teams start playing uh, on the Sunday, so nine days from now. And uh, there's some developments that uh, we need to get to regarding some of the players that are holding out and maybe getting traded and things like that. All right, James, talk to me about Zeke. Zeke Elliott. Yeah, still not done that deal. Still not done uh, with the contract. Uh, he's still holding out for more money. Uh, looks like Jerry Jones and the Cowboys offered him like the second most for a running back. I guess he wants the most for a running back, feeling like he's uh, led the league in rushing two of the last three years. That he wants to get paid before his body uh, breaks down, and I don't blame him. The running backs get, I don't want to say used and abused, because they get paid very well compared to the rest of the people in society, but compared to uh, their position and what they actually 
do for a football team. You know, they, they, they sort of get used for three, four hundred carries a season, two or three years, and then bam, they're out of the league. So what you're saying is that running backs usually are a little bit more underrated than what they think that they expect. Underappreciated, I think, is the right term. I think that they... I mean, look, Zeke Elliott, he's basically the engine that drives that Dallas offense, and you know, he just wants to get paid his money before... He's, you know, running backs are the battering rams of the team, right? They're the ones that are putting their body on the line, you know, getting hit the most times in a game and uh yeah he's being smart and we get that yeah so uh, but the, and the cowboys they gotta do something we need this guy yeah yeah know? yeah yeah so we'll see how that plays out again uh i'm thinking it's gonna get done but then when you when you're in a situation let's just say they don't make a deal and that, the thing is dallas's opening games of the season the first two or three games are i don't want to say easy games there's no such thing in the nfl but they're they're winnable games even without uh, Zeke. So who knows if uh, Jerry Jones is playing the long game here and thinking, okay, let's win the first two or three games and mm-hmm. then they have more leverage, right? Whereas if they lose a f- few of those games and then Zeke has the leverage. So we'll see how that plays out. I, I don't know. I've got a sneaking suspicion that Zeke will probably be there for, for week one. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. That's that. A lot of people, they, they just want him to be in, right? I mean, I heard that the, the fans already uh, even created a, a chat on, uh, on Twitter, and uh, they, they did a hashtag that says, uh, uh, hashtag pay Zeke. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, they want to see him out on the field. Yeah, they know what he, what, he means to the, what, what he means to that team. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, like I said, we've got a week to see if he's going to be there for week one, and uh, if not, then who knows how long it's going to how long it's going to be before he's actually back in the team. Mm-hmm. Some other news there um, from the Houston Texans, Javadon, Javid, Javid, Clowney. Clowney, yeah, however you pronounce it. Mr. Clowney, we'll call him. <laughs> he's, uh, they're looking to trade him. Houston's looking to trade him, I guess, because he's going to be a free agent soon and he wants big money as well. And they're looking, they, they made Miami an offer, the Dolphins, they, they offered Clowney plus a first round pick. That seems a little desperate, no? For an, well, they wanted to get the uh, Tunsil back, the offensive tackle from Miami, Laramie Tunsil. Now, you have to understand that last season, the Texans gave up the most sacks, and uh, they got a franchise quarterback there, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, who uh, got sacked the league high, I think it was like 62 times last year. So you've you got to protect them, right? You got mm-hmm. I mean, look at Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck just retired from football last last week because of all, all the hits and trying to come back from injuries. Well, if they don't protect uh, Deshaun Watson, because Andrew Luck got beat up in the first few years of his season because their, their offensive line, the Colts, was terrible. Mm-hmm. And uh, Houston are trying to strengthen an, an area of weakness, obviously, and at the same time get rid of a player that they're probably not going to pay in free agency. But Miami said no. There was a uh, article in the paper saying that, um, or sorry, on the paper in the internet, <laughs> saying uh, there was going to be a player revolt in Miami if they got rid of uh, the offensive tackle because I guess they, uh, the other players felt that he, he means uh, a lot to their team as well. So oh, we'll, wow. we'll see how that plays out to see where... Because also Clowney's got a little a bit of uh, leverage here because he hasn't signed his franchise tag yet. So... Houston can't even trade him until he actually signs that. So I'm sure he's not going to sign that unless they trade him to a team that he wants to go to. So it's a little refreshing to see player empowerment, I guess, you know, 
players sort of can uh, have a little bit more leverage these days. Again, I, I really don't feel sorry for somebody making who's going to make fifteen million. You, you got, you, I'm right on you with that. I don't feel sorry for any of those. But guys. it's just just like a soap opera, so we'll see how that plays out. You know, what I mean? obviously it means something to the Texan fans. Now they rather him stay, but then a, then then the flip side is they don't want to see their quarterback get beat up as well. So if they can flip him for someone that can protect their quarterback, maybe they'll accept that trade off. James, talk to me a little bit about uh, college football. Um, uh, you know, interesting game uh, that's going to go on this, you know, in the next couple of days. I think it's tomorrow uh, on Saturday, which is uh, Alabama versus Duke. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just interesting in terms of uh, how many points Bama's going to win by. Obviously, they're ranked number two. The number one ranked team, Clemson, took care of business yesterday. They uh, destroyed Georgia Tech. Funnily enough, in that game, the Heisman favorite, Trevor Lawrence, didn't look like uh, the Trevor Lawrence of last season's playoffs where he, did, where he demolished uh, Alabama in the, in the championship game. Actually threw two interceptions, which was a little unlike him. He only threw a total of four interceptions all last season. So, I mean, if you're, he, had, he, had, he had some good uh, moments, but, uh, yeah, the two picks, you know, was uh, you weren't expecting that. So... Clemson took care of business, but they won by 40 points or 38 points. So now Alabama, 34-point favorites, 33.5 points favorites, playing against Duke, actually playing in Atlanta in a neutral neutral game. So, yeah, I'm not going to try and get our listeners on a 33.5-point favorite. So, uh, yeah, but it's just interesting to see how Bama comes out after losing the national title game. Obviously, everyone's going to see, is going to be thinking, it's going to be them and Clemson again this year. Clemson come out, took care of business. Now it's Bama's t- turn to do the same. Hmm. Okay. All right. And I mean, go on. Yeah, I was going to say the best match of the uh, of the opening of the uh, of the on Saturday's games for the is the two ranked teams is the number eleven Oregon playing against the number sixteen Auburn. Doesn't. There's something, something about uh, Justin Herbert, right? Yeah, yeah. He's the quarterback there for uh, Oregon. This is getting played in uh, Cowboy Stadium, neutral site. So uh, it's, a, it's good when these teams from different conferences, they take a chance early in the season trying to get the victory to, to boost up their strength of schedule, right? Uh-huh. So it's a lot at stake for both teams. I mean, a, lot, a loss doesn't knock them out of uh, playoff prediction, but a win definitely uh, helps them. And yeah, Justin Herbert. Coming back for his uh, senior season at uh, Oregon, a lot of people had him. If you if you would have uh, declared last year, a lot of people had him in as a top ten pick. Uh, again, a lot of the experts think that he's the number one rated uh, pro ready quarterback. Um, so he's he's come back there. You got to give him credit there. So we'll see how that plays out. Auburn's actually three and a half point favorites there. So I actually like Oregon in that one. Ladies and gentlemen, I like a money line. So I like him to win the game straight up. But again, as we always say here, if you want to be a little bit more conservative, then obviously you can take the points plus three and a half. So you can still lose by a field goal and uh, win your bet. Most definitely. Most definitely. Also, I saw Georgia versus Vanderbilt, right? Yeah, Georgia, number three ranked team. They've played Alabama tough in the last two seasons, only to, only to lose in heartbreaking fashion. They're playing Vanderbilt. They're, they're, they're 22 and a half point favorites. Again, that's just more of a uh, must for me. Just a must, just to see how they've started the season this season. Because yeah, Georgia, Alabama, and Clemson—it's uh, the same teams every year for the last few years. But the, the reality is, they sort of separated themselves 
from the rest of the pack. So it'll be interesting to see what other teams can uh, come out and challenge them, you know, if at all this season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What else? Do you have anything else for me for uh, for college football? No, just like I said, the uh, the opening was sort of last last week, and uh, now we got now we're getting the uh, the big boys coming out to play. Right? Obviously, last week you had Miami and Florida, which was a boring fest. I mean, even though Florida was ranked, that was a terrible game to watch. So hopefully, we'll get some uh, more exciting games, you know, as the season goes on. And like I said, Oregon and Auburn, that's that's, that's a good one to open the season for both teams. Most definitely, most definitely. Let's move on to a little bit of baseball news. As we all know, um, we're we're coming into that that uh, I want to say that last quarter part of uh, of baseball, um, and uh, things are heating up, of course. But uh, I want to just touch really quick on uh, Los Angeles Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs. He um, he unfortunately he passed away. Yep. About I want to say about a week ago. No, no, it's more like a, I think it's almost a month now. Really, it's been a month. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, maybe a little more. Wow. Well, he he passed away, and they uh, the the coroner's office actually declared it today mm-hmm. that uh, he died of accidental overdose of drugs and alcohol. Um, unfortunately for him and for his family, um, but that's just a shame. I mean, uh, that's that's I know that's how the ball, ball bounces, and uh, that happens a lot in uh, in sports. But uh, every time it does, it's it's just it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah, I guess for his family, now they know the official cause of death, maybe gives them some closure. But yeah, um, the Angels paid their respects uh, in a home game when they when they won and they put the jerseys on the on the mound. So yeah, I get the coroner said it was going to take a few months, uh, maybe they've sped up the process. But yeah, it's just a tragedy all, 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 all around. Most definitely, most definitely. Other than that... I mean, uh, baseball's still underway. Um, yeah, you're getting interesting baseball. Uh, the races, like I said, same teams, Yankees, Astros. So it's the wild card spots where most of the competition is coming from. You know, you've got the, the Cardinals actually taking the league in the uh, National League Central, so the Cubs are playing catch-up there. So as it stands right now, it would be the Cubs versus Washington Nationals in a one-game playoff to get that fourth fourth playoff spot in the National League and on the in, in the American League that would be Oakland versus it's Cleveland if I'm not mistaken with Tampa Bay right there as well so there's a lot of there's a few teams there that have uh, still got a shot of making the playoffs through the wild card so yes yeah, the, the last month coming up and then the postseason starts so I'm excited for that and obviously football's here so a lot to talk a lot to talk about in the future weeks that's correct there is a lot to talk about so, um, uh, lastly, um, U.S. Open. Yeah, tennis. Uh, no big upsets yet on either on either the men's or the women's side of the draw. But uh, Serena Williams won again today, so she's into the fourth round. Uh, yeah, uh, Djokovic and Nadal and Federer—they're all taking care of business on the men's side as well. So, generally speaking, the second week of the of the tournament is going to be where, especially for the men where they might have some challenges whereas the women i think the women's wide open because you've got a lot of young up and coming you've got the coco goff the 15 year old who's uh she's won her first two matches i think she plays tomorrow in, in round three so she's getting a lot of a lot of uh, coverage there because again she's 15 and people are thinking back to other young players that were playing the us open at that time jennifer capriati and things like that but uh 
Yeah, it's getting interesting. Like I said, we're we've got sports smorgasbord at the moment, so lo- lo- lots to talk about. There was no, there weren't, there hasn't been any big upsets or anything like that in the U.S. Open so far. So, uh, but we'll definitely be be uh, letting you know uh, to our listeners of what uh, what's going on with that. The you know, obviously, we're super excited for NFL um, baseball. Of course, like you said, we're we're that much closer to the postseason. And uh, even college football is gearing up now. It's everything's heating up. So there's a lot going on right now um, that we're going to cover each and every week. But uh, for this week, I was John. This is James, and we will see you next time. You've been listening to the Sports Earnings Podcast. Make sure to catch us next time as we analyze the latest games, players, and odds. <laughs> <laughs>